This is a Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and Trans Canada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross news from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at BigMXRadio.com. Welcome to the Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Westside Honda, Capital Motorsports, Tech One Designs, Millennium Technologies, TransCanada Motorsports, 38 Ride Shop, Roy Borton Suspension System, and Golden Tire. That's becoming quite the mouthful, and we thank all those sponsors for making this all possible. They allow us to do these podcasts uh, late on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. As always, on the line, we've got the Intimidator. She goes as the Double D of Dominic Daffay. How's it going? Good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. The nine, the number 10 machine on the Bose Cycle Kawasaki uh, this year earns herself a top seven. She's going to be running that uh, single digit next year. How do you feel about that? I feel awesome. I'm so pumped. I came into this season wanting to improve that number 10, and that's what I did, so I couldn't be happier. Absolutely. Doing it in style with that uh, brand new Troy Lee Designs gear sport in many different colorways. Uh, what's your yeah. favorite one? Um, I... I think my favorite one is the the brand new this year. It's like the bright blue with the neon yellow stripes on the sleeves. That's by far my favorite. That's eye catching for sure. It's kind of like a pastel dull blue with like the basically road pylon uh, yellow on the yeah. sides. A really loud gear. Love to see it. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Also likes to go with the the retro look. I'm kind of partial to that myself. The, the mm-hmm. green, the white, and the blue. Yeah. Yeah, Absolute. I love that retro gear. For sure. So let's let's dive back into the, where the beginning of the season started. Um, obviously, there's a lot of work that goes in in the off season to prepare for the series. It's not a long mm-hmm. series, but you have to make every moto count. So uh, how does someone go about training for a series that uh, is, is quick? you got to be fast. you got to have those starts on point. And where does it all start? Um, well, I think a lot of it just comes with, like, in the off season. Uh, I train a lot in the gym just to get ready, which which just helps a lot with being able to last a whole moto because we don't have very many motos, so you don't want to screw up one moto because you didn't last the whole time or because you got tired and made a mistake and crashed or something. Um, big part of it, too, is on the bike, if, uh, practicing motos, like even 20 minutes, because that's a little bit longer than what our race motos are, that helps a lot, too. Definitely. Now, uh, like as far as the uh, the in the in the work, like in the gym work that you do, uh, are you yeah. mainly keying up on uh, cardio, or is it kind of a balance between some agility exercises with some weights mixed in? Um, actually, like more towards like more in the middle of winter, like November, December, January is a lot of uh, circuit training and body weight stuff. So lots of push ups, uh, pull ups, sit ups, like that kind of stuff, and then. As February, March approaches, there's lots more cardio, like road biking and rowing especially is a big one. Um, And then when the season starts, you just kind of maintain that. Fair enough. You get nice and lazy between this between the races because obviously you're doing quite a yeah. bit of riding as well. Uh, yeah. When you're uh, you when you're at home, where do you like to to ride? I believe you're at the track right now. Yeah, I'm at the Calgary track, uh, Wild Rose, or I guess we call it Blackfoot. Um, yeah. We ride here a lot, but I spent a lot of time in Cali actually, so. 
I didn't even really ride this track that much uh, coming into nationals. I only rode, I think, like a few times in April because the weather wasn't the greatest. Lucky. Yeah, I just go down to California. It's no big deal or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Absolutely. So where, when you go down to California, where do you usually stay and what are some of the tracks that you like to hit when you're down there? Um, we stay, my boyfriend's parents actually have a house down there, a vacation home. So it's in nice. Canyon Lake, just by, like pretty much in like Elsinore. So that's where we stay. Um, my favorite track is Cahia Creek, which is about an hour, but Love all it. the tracks are really good and they're, they're all within the hour. So yeah, it's just awesome riding down there. I love it. Right on. So how long have you been heading down there to train in the off season? Um, last year was my first year heading down there. And then so last year and this year, that's it. Okay. So basically, uh, like with that experience fresh in your mind, uh, how big is it, uh, as a, a plus to your program to be able to go down there and, uh, basically get yourself in mid season form by the time the gate drops in Nanaimo? It's huge. Like I, it's the biggest part of it is just not having to work. Like it wouldn't even be so bad if you could ride Calgary, but like with the weather being so bad in Calgary up until pretty much like May, it just, that that's a huge part of it because the weather is always good in California, obviously, as you know, and yeah. just not being able, not having to work and just focusing on riding and training and not being tired at the end of the day because you just work a full day that it makes a huge difference. Totally. Being able to focus on your program, uh, mm -hmm. definitely one of the keys to success and allowing you to get that single digit running the number seven next year. Uh, yeah. Obviously, in Manitoba or in Alberta, you run the number 925, I believe, and yeah. um, but you'll be running the seven next year? Yeah, I'll be running the seven. I run number 10. Like This year, I'm running number 10 all season okay. um, and then seven just next year. So. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so pumped on that number 10, too. So. It's a good-looking yeah. digit, I'm not going to lie. It looks good on the cowie there. <laughs> Thanks. Definitely. So, um, like, while you're down in California, did you also happen to uh, hit up uh, Cahuilla Creek? Or no, yeah. um, Comp Edge. Oh, Comp Edge, yeah. We went there, I think we went there, like, a handful of times. It's, it's a farther yeah. drive, but that's actually Jared's favorite place to go, or one of his favorite places to go. Um, you know yeah, what? It's a, it, it's a sweet track. It's a great place to go ride. I've only actually spun about three laps on oh, that yeah. track, uh, I uh, unfortunately had this this last year, the day before, uh, it was literally New Year's Eve, uh, I decided to uh, loop right out over that, um, <sighs> there's that quad jump right beside the announcing tower. Oh, yeah. And I ended up uh, landing my tailbone right at the very edge of the... Uh, the word the quad like where you'd land oh. to, to land the quad so uh yeah. folded myself in half and that was the rest of my oh. trip so um uh, i got to enjoy a1 but otherwise it was a pretty short uh, stint down south for me yeah that's too bad sorry to hear about that <laughs> Not a problem whatsoever. Just thought I'd uh, uh, throw that in there. And it's nice to hear that you uh, definitely rode a lot of tracks, put some time on the bike. Um, yeah. When you're putting that much time on a bike, uh, dare I say you're able to work on it yourself? Mm, I can change my air filter and I can change my Ooh, oil. Uh-oh. <laughs> have, no. have you ever stripped, have you ever stripped a, uh, a drain bolt on, a, on aluminum cases? No, not yet. Never Not have, yet. never over tighten that. <laughs> no. Uh, fair enough. So moving into the year, obviously it's a three round series, uh, and your your home track, Blackfoot, uh, being most likely your uh, one of the, your strongest tracks. Um, yeah. How do you prepare for those other tracks like uh, Kamloops and uh, and Nanaimo? 
Um, you can't, no one can really prepare for Nanaimo. You just grin and bear it. Yeah, Nanaimo is just yeah, totally grin and bear it track. Kamloops, uh, I actually, that's my favorite track out here to race and to ride. So we actually went and raced there about a month before mm-hmm. nationals. And I like I was there last year, and I raced there another time last year as well. So that prepared me. Nanaimo, I don't know. It's just kind of the whole, if you're just riding, like doesn't matter what track you're riding. I find that it's just easiest to just go out, like not worry about anything, don't overthink. Because if you can do that on your own track or any other track, then you can go into a national round at a track that you've never rode in, and not be as worried about it. If that Definitely, makes sense. and now. Now, now that you've established yourself as a top ten rider at, on the, the West Coast, uh, does it uh, is has a lot changed since your first year uh, racing the nationals? Where at first you were probably reading a few of the back of the name bars and realizing who you, who you're out there with, and yeah. uh, and now you've kind of settled in and you're able to uh, hang a wheel with these ladies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my first year racing nationals was three years ago. I only raced Calgary and Edmonton. And I, I hadn't really, like, trained with anyone before. I didn't, I just was riding. I was on, like, my first big bike, a 125. And, like, to think back then to now is totally different. Definitely. Uh, you're a whole lot more confident and, dare I say, cocky. That's for sure. No, I'm not cocky. <laughs> I'm just fucking you. Um, Don't put that so- in there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this all come about? Uh, I, I don't believe you started at a very young age, but uh, you definitely have been racing for, for some time now. Uh, where did the passion uh, begin with you, and uh, what made you want to carry it forward to race the Nationals as competitively as you do? Um, actually, I started out, I started riding when I was about uh, somewhere between three and five, but my dad oh, got that's me pretty a young, then. bush. Yeah, I was a bush rider, though, so I raced like hair scrambles and cross countries uh, for count. a really long time. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, I just I just kind of, like, started going to the track a little bit on my Honda 150 DRS, mm-hmm. like the Bush version. Yeah. And uh, I just Doing liked wheelies. it way more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just decided that I wanted to make the switch to motocross, and so I got, um, I got a YZ125. And then when I raced my first national in Calgary, I actually ended up racing because one of the local girls here said, we need girls on the gate, otherwise we're not going to have a series next year. So I raced, and I had so much fun that I went to the next round. And then after that, actually the end of that season, um, I was Lady Day, and I ended up crashing and breaking my collarbone and knocking myself out pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I wanted to get better and actually learn some proper techniques and race nationals and like try my best at this sport while I could. Definitely. And who's contributed most to the, uh, the, the education that you've received on the bike? Obviously, uh, your boyfriend, Jared, he's a uh, mm-hmm. very accomplished racer. He's extremely fast and uh, obviously probably helps you out prepare a bit at the track. But uh, did you also canvas uh, other pro racers or uh, attend any clinics to uh, acquire your skills? Um, well, yeah, like you said, a lot of it is Jared. But um, last winter or last year when I went down to Cali, I trained a little bit with a guy from Rockwell Training Facility down there. Um, so he helped a little bit, but then this year I trained with uh, one of Jer- or Jared's trainer that he's trained with for a long time, Jay Whipple, and he actually used to race down in Canada. Jay Whipple, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> for those who remember the, the Yamaha machine from back in the day, the 28. Yeah. Yeah. So he helped me. I only trained with him three or four times this spring, where he helped me a lot too, and um, I definitely got to thank him for that because... Without him, I don't think 
Like, I don't think I'd be as confident as I am today without the things that he helped me with this past spring. So, yeah. Definitely. So where do you see this taking you? Uh, obviously, um, the, the uh, now that you're like deep inside the top 10, the, the next goal is to be a top five uh, consistent mm-hmm. rider. And I believe if your if your finishes had been a, just a little bit more consistent throughout the uh, the series, I think you would have yeah. had been able to make inside that top five. Uh, so what do you need to do to make that next step? Um, I think I'm just going to have to train more, like keep keep doing what I'm doing. And I definitely have to get a little bit more ballsy, <laughs> ride a little bit more like a dude and stop overthinking. It's very difficult for the females to do so. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a mind game for sure. I got to get over those little things. And then I think I think I could be uh, top five next or at least improve my number one digit even. So I think I could definitely get closer to that if I keep doing what I'm doing, keep pushing. Definitely. Well, that's one of the things about the ladies series is that the the top 10 are extremely competitive. Like mm-hmm. the, the the separation between the someone who'd run number 7 and those who would run numbers 3, 4, 5, like it's it's yeah. you guys are all interchangeable for the most part yeah. in terms of uh depends on who gets the start, who's feeling it on that day. It can really just yeah. come down to that. Um how does that weigh on you going into a series that uh, you, there's a lot of pressure because every single moto counts? Um, and, and how do you approach it? Oh, I don't even know. It's it's so hard. Like, I, that's exactly what I was thinking coming into Nanaimo. And you just, I worried about it so much. And look how Nanaimo went for me. It was just, like, I was so nervous. And I, I think that really reflected on my results in Nanaimo. But you just have to. I don't, you just have to think about what you've done. Like, that's what works for me. I just think about the work that I've done and only worry about yourself because once you start worrying about all the other riders and the tight competition, then you just, as a girl especially, we just start to overthink and, and worry more than we need to when really we should just be worrying about ourselves. That's <laughs> if that awesome. makes sense to you. It makes sense 110%. We're going to throw it to <laughs> commercial quickly here and come right back with Dominique Defey. So, do you like stuff? Or possibly things? How about a huge selection of motocross and street bike gear from apparel brands like Troy Designs, Alias, Icon, and power bands every single color you can think of? How about 25 years of custom suspension and motor service for a full service shop, all of which you can find at Capital Motorsports? Mention this Big MX podcast to receive a VP gas can with Spout for only $40, as well as 100% off your next set of motocross tires. Just kidding, we can't back that up, but ask for about it anyway. Check out Capital Motorsports at 157 St. Anne's Road, Winnipeg, Manitoba, or call them, not so toll free, at 204-237-6686. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web 
at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at 1-888-482-7782. Boom! Westside! Listen up, Big MX listeners. Does your bike sound like this? Would you rather it sound like this? I thought so. Sounds like it's time for you to give Lee Stewart at 38 Ride Shop a call. From everything from parts installation, full service, suspension work, as well as full-blown bike builds, Lee Stewart does it all. Visit www.theword30rideshop.com or call 204-510-7433. That's 510-RIDE. Anytime, day or night, give Lee a call. He has the tools and the know-how to take your bike to the very next level. The only shop located in northeastern Winnipeg, otherwise known as Transcona. 38 Rod Shop. Get it in ya. And we're back. Dominique Nadefe, the number 10 machine on the line with us. Big MX show just uh, completed wrapping up uh, her 2014 season where she's now number seven going into the 2015 going to drop that double digit for a single digit running the, the the number seven just like her favorite rider James Stewart James Stewart <laughs> obviously absolutely yes. she's also uh, just big Justin Brayton fan this year 100% although he hasn't yeah. been racing a whole heck of a lot with uh, the injuries he's accrued but nevertheless yeah. um in terms of inspiration to want to compete, who did you look up to uh, in the female uh, racing world growing up? Obviously, uh, you've been racing, you've been riding for a long period of time. These hair scrambles, I'm not too sure what your, where your head was at on that one. Uh, but uh, in term, <laughs> who, who did you look up to? Uh, who really uh, fueled that passion for you? And, um, and do, you, do you notice that, that there are some young ladies looking up to yourself now? Um, honestly, this is going to sound terrible, but I didn't really even, like, I didn't follow motocross or girls motocross or supercross or anything up until, like, pretty much two years ago when I started dating Jared. Um, so I really, like, I obviously, like, I look up, it's not a girl, but I look up to James Stewart just because of all the things that he's had to go through. So pretty much any rider that has had a lot to go through and has just consistently, like, got back up and kept going and kept pushing and kept trying. Um, so I guess for girls like Ashley Filek, even though I haven't followed her for a long time or like followed racing, um, right. the fact that she's deaf and she's out there, she was out there winning, um, that's huge to me. That like that stood out right away once I heard about her and started following motocross. Um, but like I said, anyone who just battles and stack up is is huge. And I don't know if any girls really like are are looking up to me or not. But if they are, then that's cool. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a special feeling. It's uh, hard to really even imagine that, but you've definitely reached the level uh, to where uh, there's got to be some uh, some young ladies who are aspiring to uh, one day come up and grab that number seven away from you. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you'll be able to uh, rattle off some wins before that ends up happening. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, as far as uh, like a women's racing and uh, like has obviously you've you've had uh, the backing of, of Jared since the beginning of your racing career, uh, yeah. but uh, have you? had any run-ins from racing against men uh in the field of racing and not only with the women like you're 
typically you're going to be racing in a, the women's only moto. But when you do go against the men, uh, do you notice they um, take it to heart a little bit when you pass them, or uh, if you're if they wick it up a little bit uh, once they see the uh, the messy bun go by? <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. It's it's like they see like a guy. Like I've been taken out on the starts before racing in junior. And they Good. don't care. Like, if you even try and yeah. pass them, they don't, like, it's not, they don't care that you're a girl. They, they're, you're just in their class and they want to beat you. So, um, I actually, like, I get so scared racing the junior class. I, I, it makes me so nervous. Like, as soon as that gate drops, I am terrified. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a little bit different, um, Different mentality. I know even for myself, when I see a, a ponytail go flying by, I definitely, <laughs> I, I, I'm alerted a little bit. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say, if, if I'm able to go catch that young lady, I'll uh, more than more than happy to uh, put her down a position. But uh, if the girl's <laughs> got it, there's been uh, numerous times here in Manitoba where the number 71 has gone flying by. Yeah. Uh, and I had nothing to say about it. So, uh, yeah. that's just the way it goes sometimes. And uh, all the power to the ladies who can twist the throttle. Yeah, no doubt. It it like even like I'll just make a mention to Rachel Springman. I know she goes out there and races against the guys and beats most of them or a lot of them yeah. and that it's really cool to see that, to see other girls going out there and doing that. Have you uh ran into any type of uh unsportsmanlike conduct with uh racing against the men? Obviously you mentioned getting taken out in the starts, so I'm not sure if that's intentional or not, or like uh, if it if it is blatant then it's blatant. But uh have you mm-hmm. anyone who uh, hasn't been the uh most gracious of losers? Um, no, not to me. I mean I when I got taken out I don't think it was that he didn't do it intentionally, it was just there was a pile up on the start and he tried to go around like it just didn't it just didn't end well, but no, I haven't experienced anything, anything mean. <laughs> that's 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 good, and, and and it's good to know that you've got uh, the big, strong, tough Jared uh, behind you to uh, <laughs> could uh, thwart off all of those uh, naysayers. Um, yeah. As, uh, you you've been dreading this from the very beginning, and you knew it was coming. The two zero four skate shop word association. Uh, you mm-hmm. have no idea what these words might be, um, but there's a there's a good chance that there'll be laughs along the way. It's time for the two zero four skate shop word association with Dominique Daffay. Are you ready? Yay! Yes. All right. The first first one. Your uh, what you should have said for your hero growing up. DNA Giroux. Oh yes, I should have said that. Wait, Nachos. how does how does this work? Am I supposed sorry? Am I supposed Literally. to just like say one word that? Yeah, first I just word think that comes of? to your mind. Oh my god! Damn. First word. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start again with uh, DNA. Go. Awesome. Nachos. Delicious. Garnet boots. The best. Bow cycle. Awesome. YZ125. Loud. Selfies. Sorry, can you repeat that? Selfies. Overused. Rockstar Girls. Mm. Please don't say overused. No. <laughs> I won't say that. Um, blonde. Fair enough. Enzo Suspension. Great. Not as good as Roy Borton suspension systems. Not as good as what? Roy Borton suspension systems. They sponsor the show. Oh, okay. Energy energy drinks. 
Bad. Video games. Fun. Grilled cheese. Greasy. Spy optics. The best goggles ever, and that's more than one word, but I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Snapback hats. Uh, skater boy. Ryan Dungey's abs. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> and that has been the word association with Dominique Defay, sponsored by Two Zero Four Skate Shop. That wasn't so bad. Pa- that wasn't so bad, was it? That was terrible. Oh, I didn't even think of cool words. I just said fun, great, bad, cool, <laughs> awesome. It puts you on the spot. It's not the. Uh, it's it's can be tough every once in a while, but uh, uh, I'm sure as we uh, go on with this, when you're uh, as you're working towards that number one plate, you'll come up with a couple of more clever answers than uh, um, affirming that those things are good or bad. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. So, as far as uh, the training goes, uh, I also noticed that uh, you're a big fan of yoga. How does that affect your uh, racing program, or is that more of a pleasure uh, activity? It's more of something that I haven't done a ton of yoga. Um, I just it's just something that I do when I can. It's expensive too, so it's I like I already pay so much money for a gym membership and and programs mm-hmm. from Drew and stuff. So it's just relaxing. It's really good to just go to yoga and you come out after just feeling relaxed. So I think, especially for anyone who races motocross, um, I think it's really good to do just to kind of clear your head even um, along with the flexibility and stuff, of course, too, but it's really good for just staying mentally calm. Excellent. So as far as uh, Manitoba or I keep saying Manitoba, (laughs) Alberta racing, uh, who are your main competitors uh, in the series, or uh, do you basically walk away with every moto victory? No. Um, well, this year, actually, I haven't done any of the the local Alberta races yet, but last year, my main competition was Danica White, number 25. She got the number 10 plate this year. Okay. Um, so we were always back and forth, really close, battling. Um, Bailey Posnikoff, she's number 9 this year. Yeah. Um, she... She as well. She actually usually beats me in the in the Alberta series. Um, there's another girl, Samantha Pugi. She hasn't raced uh, nationals in a couple of years, but she's up there too. So there's like there's quite a few girls that are my competition around here, and these are just Calgary girls that I'm talking about. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's excellent to hear um, that uh, you, you've got some competition out there. The Alberta series m- very different from the Manitoba series. Uh, you guys do quite a bit more traveling than we do, uh, going oh, as yeah. high as. Do, do you go all the way up to that track up in uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta? No, there's that's there's like a northern Alberta series and a southern okay. Alberta series. So the farthest we go, I think, is Medicine Hat. I okay. think that's as far as we go, and then Lethbridge. And other than that, like everything's closer a lot closer so, than Grand Prairie <laughs> for sure so um as far as other than Blackfoot which is um like it goes under a different name now but uh what what is your favorite track to ride or race at in that or in Alberta um Drumheller is a really fun track to race it's that one last year was definitely my favorite I also really like Raymond it's just it's a little bit it gets in my head a little bit because that's where I had like my first bad crash I shouldn't even say that but the, like the track layout and everything is really fun there. So mm-hmm. either Raymond or Drumheller are my Raymond favorite. Or Drumheller. Do you plan on uh, getting out to the uh, the Raymond Amateur National at all? No, those started today, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be there this year. 
obviously not. She won't be on the line. Um, so uh, before we get uh, a few final thoughts from you and run down those those uh, sponsors, it's time for the 38 Ride Shop Pick Your Poison. Oh, yay. <laughs> so you got to pick one or the other. This okay. is uh, no waffling. You have to decide right away. Okay. And um, the items... Similar to the all along the same lines as uh, the word association, but uh, okay. this is more of a definite answer. Okay. Okay. So let's start off with all black gear plus 40 weather outside or all white gear at a mud race? Plus black or all black with hot weather. Perfect. She's the intimidator. She doesn't mind when it's hot outside. In fact, <laughs> when it's hot outside, she's going to put the full block on. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Two strokes or four strokes? Four strokes. Watch soccer or go to sleep? Go to sleep. Sunshine or Lake Louise? Sunshine. Brand new helmet or brand new boots? Brand new boots. Ken Roxon or Ryan Dungey? Ken Roxon. Hockey or football? Hockey. DJ style headphones or earbuds? Earbuds. Cardio or weight training? Cardio. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Triceratops or Velociraptor? Velociraptor. Six inch or foot long? Foot long. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Salsa or guacamole? Guacamole. Ricky Carmichael or Jeremy McGrath? Ricky Carmichael. Country music or dubstep? Country. For sure, country. And that's it. She made it all the way through. That's a whole lot easier than the word association is. Way, way easier. (laughs) Way easier. Not bad whatsoever. So um, final thoughts. Obviously, going into this, you have the whole rest of your summer ahead of you. Uh, What are your plans for the rest of the summer? Um, I'm actually going to head out east. Um, The third round, Deschambeau, I'm going to fly out there with Jared, and then we're going to stay for the last three weeks. So I'll race amateur days. Um, I think it's Moncton, Alberton, and then I'll race Walton. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Uh, were you g- equally as pumped that they didn't end up racing the, re- the the amateur portion of the Regina National? Yes. I'm like that nervous girlfriend racing or watching Jared race. And, yeah, I was, I was pretty pumped that, they, that we didn't do second motos. <laughs> so you just don't even have fingernails anymore? You just bit them all off? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> During one moto, that's impressive. Um, right on. So, uh, yeah, like we were there. Uh, obviously, uh, that was the only national that I'll get to attend this year, and it was yeah. an absolute mud fest. Uh, got some decent interviews after the fact, but nevertheless, it was um, no, no, not not a whole lot of fun going on at the track. No. Like uh, only one moto, uh, everyone having a hard time. And honestly, in my opinion, if it would have continued to rain throughout that 450 moto, they yeah. would have honestly been almost better off because it was uh, a very, very tough. Uh, it was tough sledding. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what we said too. For sure. So, um, as far as you're gonna you're gonna race some nationals and or the you're gonna race the uh, the the amateur Walton. day. Walton and uh, and uh, maybe even hit a Manitoba race on your way home. Probably not. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> see if the uh, if the, the schedules line up. But either way, um, who are those sponsors that have helped you out so much for this year? Um, and uh, and how have they helped you uh, basically just focus on racing when it comes to uh, a day at the track? 
Um, pretty much, I got to thank BowCycle and Motor, uh, BowCycle North and South. Um, Spy Optic, Charlie Designs, Pro Circuit helped me out a little bit. Um, Matrix, Parts Canada. I think that's it. I think I got them all. Sosa, he does our jerseys. Um, that's it. Excellent. Well, those are the, the companies that helped Dominique Daffay get herself into the top, uh, into a single-digit number for next year. She'll be running the number seven. Um, and, uh, yeah, like uh, congratulations to you. Really proud of all your efforts. And, uh, yeah, great great job out there. Uh, I guess I was just noticing, are you going to be sharing that number with Poznikov next year? Um, no, actually, she got number eight. Uh, we tied uh, in points, and they, I guess they took the best like the best overall finish. I'm, I wasn't sure how that worked. I had to ask someone. So, no, she. I'm seven, she's eight, so we're pretty pumped. We're back-to-back again. Fair enough. Right on. Seven and eight. Uh, it's uh, just one thing I noticed as we were closing, closing things up here. Uh, like I said, great job from you this year. Uh, we look Thanks. forward to hearing from you more throughout this year, and yeah. uh, you keep at it, girl. Thanks, for sure. Thanks a lot for the interview. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thanks. Take care. So that okay, was bye. awesome. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. still here. Okay, hi. I'm going to this part out after. That, that was fun. Word is, that word association was really embarrassing. How is it embarrassing? Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.